Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Cook. Welcome to Surrender to the Truth. When we truly surrender to the truth, when we're truly honest with ourselves and we truly feel it and we truly do the work and we absorb it for whatever it is we're up against, mountains move, worlds open, wonderful things happen, healing, growth, and change occurs. You learn that you're 100% worthy. You are 100% worthy and you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here for yourself, first and foremost. And you are 100% worthy. God chose me. And today Jesus is saying that. And he's saying, I chose you and watch this, I appointed you. Why did, why did God appoint me? I mean, there could be a lot of reasons why he appointed me, why he put me in position, why he said you, why he said your name, why he said this family, why he said this area. I appointed you for one reason, so that you might go and bear fruit. I was expecting something else there. But God said, you ain't choose me, I chose you. And I chose you for one reason, bear fruit. That is so strong. And then he doubles down and he says, I don't just want any type of fruit. I want fruit that will last. Amen. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. Somebody shouted me fruit. Fruit. When, I, when, when God gave me this on July 3rd, I wrote it down and, and, and these words came out on our iMessage. It said, fruit stands for faith repeating until it transforms. You want to see fruit? You're going to have to use your faith over and over. Repeat until whatever you put in the ground starts transforming. And many of us get lost and left behind because we want fruit and we don't want to plant nothing. I can't stay here today. But what I want to let you know is that you can't be fruitful if you're seedless. I'm going to say it one more time because somebody, somebody sneezed over there and you missed it. <laughs> you cannot be fruitful if you are seedless. And in this series, I'm going to teach you how to take the seeds that God's already planted on the inside of you and plant them somewhere and watch it and water it and pray over it and wait on it and it will be your faith repeating until it transforms. I was going to just name this series Fruit, but the Holy Spirit said, I don't want it to be stale. Mm -hmm. People, if you name the series Fruit, they're going to think they already know what I'm saying. Mm. Oh, Fruit, who's been love, joy, peace, They're going to hit the religious hierarchy on this series. He said, but nobody can argue with something that's fresh. And so then I began to look at that word fresh, and then I was thinking about my own life, and in this last season, as I've transitioned the sizes in my clothes, practically, I've been giving away a lot of clothes. And you know, I've been giving a lot of, away a lot of clothes with tags on them, with inboxes, and all that other stuff. And, and you know, when you're in the moment, giving away the clothes, it becomes overwhelming because you're frustrated that you're even dealing with this, and so you start looking at stuff differently, and you're like, no, just give it away, just give it away, just give it away, give it away. And then, 
I've come into a couple of places and I've seen some people with the clothes I discarded on. <laughs> and for some reason, it was more appealing <laughs> to me on them than it was on the rack. And I was trying to figure out why I liked my clothes again that I gave away. It's because whatever they put it with, however they matched it, however they wore it, their own swag and energy, it wasn't new because I gave it to them. It was old to me. But the way they put it together was They had a fresh perspective on it. They had a fresh outlook on it. They had a fresh um, um, idea about how to wear this. And I want to know, is the place that God is bringing you into in 2024, is this a place that's supposed to be new? Or is it a place that God desires to take what is already there and make it fresh? Okay. I was telling my friend that next week I'm preaching the vision series in this for our church. But, but I, I couldn't do it without laying the foundation of what fresh looks like. Because next week I'm going to share the vision of this church. And I want to let you know it's not new. But it's fresh. The way that God has given me what this church is about to do and how you play a part in it is so Fresh, but it's still representing God to the lost and found for transformation in Christ. Mm -hmm. It's not new. It's fresh. Why do you keep saying that? Because it's the title of my message. <laughs> it's not new. It's fresh. You're going to go back to your apartment today. And you're going to stop begging for another house. You're going to look around what you already have. And say, God, give me fresh vision. For what you have for me in here because you know what I don't need nothing new if I just would get a fresh perspective on what God has already trusted in my hand it can change and transform into something completely different somebody say it's not new it's not new it's fresh it's fresh when I told this friend that I was uh, uh, about to do a vision series next week he said bro you need to go check out that new Apple Vision Pro and I said, what you talking about? He said, Apple just put out some crazy technology. You need to see it. And I said, why do I need to see, see that? I'm a grown man. I don't, need, I, don't, I don't need that. And he was like, yeah, just go see. So my wife was shopping the other night. Now, you know, she's in the, the latest store. And I was like, I don't want to go in here with you. I'm going to go over to the Apple store. I went to the Apple store and I, I, I asked for a demo of this new little situation. <laughs> And I, and I know I have kids, but they, they disappeared. Mm. <laughs> mm. I put the goggles on, Ava and Bella were there. <laughs> mm. And then for 35 minutes, I was in this world. Matter of fact, y'all, they got me. Bring them here. Bring them here, because I, I want to show you what the Lord did for me. I went, um... And I really, I want to make a confession to my wife because I don't think she knew I had them. Uh, <laughs> they got me. Because I went into that store and I, I put on these, uh, these goggles and uh, the technology that is in these things. I know y'all looking at me crazy right now, but I'm looking at you crazy. Because <laughs> I can see everything 
But I can see everything with other things in front of me. Like Black Panther is playing right here. You're laughing. But I'm watching the movie and not paying attention to you laughing. My iMessage is right here. I'm about, I'm about to FaceTime somebody right here. And I'm literally looking at all of these things. Oh my gosh. This looks crazy to you. But to me, I'm actually sending things. <laughs> You're laughing. But I just send somebody money. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I have full surround sound on it. I'm really trying not to get distracted, but I am. Somebody told me, yes, get the new goggles. And as I walked out and they said new goggles, I started to think, this technology is not new. No. It's fresh. This is just pictures and video and, and goggles and text messages. Mm. But because somebody got a fresh perspective on what was already available, the value of what was regular went up tremendously. Mm. Now the church has been asking God to do something new for years when he said, if you would just take what I've already given you and ask for a fresh revelation, fresh fire, fresh anointing, it would be something that would become valuable not just to you, but to the whole world. What does the church do? We take these goggles off and we put these on. <laughs> They're laughing, so is the culture. We're in an environment that is changing the way I talk. <laughs> I don't even need these in this environment. I walk into the restaurant with antiquated love. Walk into the business place. Filled with the Holy Spirit, no kindness. And I just, I began to think, my last 17 minutes, God, could you be trying to do something to let us know that you're not gonna do a new thing. You wanna do a fresh thing. And when I looked at this technology and literally my friends were all tripping out over the technology, some of them started hating. <laughs> Why do you need that? This word, it's gonna take over the world. You're hating because you don't have it. <laughs> You're hating because you've never experienced what's on the other side of something. And I just wanted to build the value today before I give you fresh vision next week. That if you don't stop desiring new, you will discount what God's trying to do in the place you're already at. Mm -hmm.
Write this down. A life with Christ is not about what I get that's new. It's about what I keep fresh. I don't need nothing new in Christ after I get salvation. I just got to keep my prayer life fresh. My community fresh. My ability to be transparent fresh. And some of y'all's ability to be honest is stale and crushed. And so God says, tell the truth to your brother. God says, join a small group. God says, go write that book. And you have not done your part in the equation of the Christian life. You have not kept your relationship with him fresh. So I go to other things looking for something new. And God said, you ain't prayed to me in two years. No, you begged me for things and asked me to save you, but a relationship that's fresh? You don't care to spend time with me. You, you care that I save you. Ecclesiastes 1.9. The things that have been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. You know the Bible trying to make you confused? It'll bring it together right here. And there is no new thing under the sun. What has been is what will be. And what has been done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. So if there's nothing new under the sun, why does God want to have a fresh relationship with you? He says, because I have revealed you or revelation under what you think is regular. I will use a hard situation, and if you keep your relationship with me fresh, I'll make you into a person you never thought possible. When me and my wife got the diagnosis with our son having autism, I thought it was the worst thing that ever happened to us, and it sucks. But who I've become? At having to go to God daily to stay fresh just to get back in the race, to be able to believe him? There was something under what I thought was wrong that made me, somebody shouted me fresh. Fresh. This is what I, I need to be able to pinpoint real quick because I'm going to come for you just for one second. Culture desires new. Christ desires fresh. If you keep going to culture and you keep doing it, what's new on the feed? What's the next thing? Who's putting out a new song? I'm just, I'm just submitting to you that God might not want to do nothing new in 2024. What if he took everything you already got and gave you a fresh perspective, a fresh spirit, a fresh attitude on it? You don't need a new marriage. You need a fresh marriage. You don't need a new car. I'm like, Pastor, you don't even know if my car is <laughs> situation. Someone's like, I might need a new car. But, but I'm saying, what if stewardship is a real thing to God? What if the way you're taking care of what you don't see value in is part of the timeline? of when something fresh is coming. 
all I'm saying to you is, I don't want you to get played like Michael Jordan's shoe company is playing on. Something like, what? This man hasn't played basketball in decades. <laughs> but has billion dollar shoe industry. And you know what they do? They take the shoes that are old and they tell you that they're reimagined. And they give them to you and people stand in line to buy the same old thing. And they call them what? Retro. Y'all know what that word means? Oh. Oh, you get them retro, you get them old? Is that what you're saying to me? And they have made billions of dollars selling old things to people with new excitement. Could it be that you have been sold by the enemy? I'm done with that relationship. And now you have a reimagined one? But it looks just like the old one? With a different name? The reimagined Ricky. <laughs> and you showing up. Hey, bro, you see these new, uh, I got the A. All oh, these old things. And somebody, somebody's like, Pastor Mike, what are you saying? If you don't look for fresh, you'll settle for old. The enemy would love for you to buy the old thing with new excitement. I'm not falling for it this year. Somebody say, I want what's fresh. I want what's fresh. No, say it like you mean it with faith. I want what's fresh. I want what's fresh. fresh. Write this down. Because I have Jesus, I don't need something. I need something fresh. You're going to look back over these notes and it's going to be the same thing with small nuances. Because what God is trying to get you to understand is the fruit he wants in your life, he does not want the fruit your mama needs. He does, I'm not saying that what they had wasn't good, but if you still living off their prayers, the only scriptures you know is the three that they told you, and the one you got tatted across your stomach. <laughs> God saying, I want to give you fresh rhema. I want to give you word. I want to give you. I want to give you my heart. I want to give you my mind. Somebody yell at me, fresh. Fresh. Corinthians five seventeen. This is very important. This is why I'm trying to get this into you. That God wants to do something fresh in you. Somebody just say, God wants to do something fresh in me. Yeah. God wants to do something fresh. Because the time he does something new is at salvation. Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed. And the new, behold. The new has what? Spiritually, you are new at the point you are saved. But I gotta keep my prayer life fresh. I gotta keep my accountability fresh. I gotta keep my community fresh. I gotta keep my heart to give fresh. Have you ever been real generous in one season and stingy in another? 
Why is that? Because something in me did not do what was necessary to keep it. Perfect example is that of this is if you ever work out really hard for a season and then you take four months off. Oh, no. It's almost as if you never ever did anything. Yeah. It's because you didn't keep the muscles fresh. This revelation, watch this, this is what I want you to go home with today, and then I'm going to share vision with you next week, but I need you to get this. This revelation lets you know where you're at and what you have is enough. This is the place where most of us are not, watch this word, content. The reason you have so much anxiety, the reason why you're trying to find where, where we at, we outside, where we going on vacation, who's this, where's my new job, where's my new bay, where's my new, it's coming season, all of you, what's the new trend, what's the new TikTok, what new weave am I getting, what wig is it, am I getting Priscilla or are I getting Paris, what are you trying to do, I need a new look, I need a new, why are you doing all of that, because you're actually not content. And you cannot be content with a mind that thinks here is not enough. Mm. This is hard for me to preach because literally the Lord had to strip me for two years. And I'll talk about the pruning season when you want fresh fruit. Mm. But he had to strip me for two years to let me realize that here is enough. If nobody else comes to our church, whoever shows up, it's enough. If, if, if the songs never get out, but we just had that experience that we just had in this place today. Somebody say it's enough. It's enough. This is going to release you so that you can have fresh food in your life. Where you're at is enough. And even when I say that, some of y'all got mad. Because I serve a God that can do it straight Abundantly. Above all I he can do that, but if he doesn't, is he still good? Is he still worthy? Does he still deserve the devotion? And so many of us want a new word from God, a new thing from God, and he is begging you. Would you let me just give you a fresh perspective on what I've already placed in your hand? Because what is not new can feel some of the best gifts I've ever gotten were not things that came fresh out of the store. It was stuff that other people had. That they said, man, this watch would look good on you. And they gave it to me. I was like, this watch does look good on me. <laughs> and the value was put there because it was not new to them, but it was fresh to me. Matthew chapter 9, verse 14. This is where we're going to end today. Ooh, the disciples are asked about fasting while Jesus is sitting there. And these people of the day are trying to do things to make religious status instead of doing the things that were asked of them. So there was only one fast that they needed to do, but they started doing it as a ritual to actually boost their confidence and their view in other people's eyes. So they asked Jesus, why your disciples not fasting? And Jesus said, bro, let me break this down with a parable real quick. Matthew chapter nine, verse 14. And no one puts new wine into old wine. Yes. For the old skins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skin. 
New wine, watch this, is stored in new wineskins so that both are preserved. Hold on. God wants to do something new, but he wants to put it in something fresh. If God is going to pour new wine into our lives, he's not going to pour it into old vessels. Oh, that's good. You want a new thing from God? You need a new Let me prove it to you. So I did a little Greek and Hebrew study on this right here. That word that says new wine is stored in new wineskins. New wine, the Greek word is neos. And that means not fully developed. So it's saying the not fully developed wine cannot be stored. And then it uses the same word new right here. But this is the Greek word kaiana. And I, you know, I don't even know the right pronunciation, but that feels good. Kaiana. I'll put it up later. But that word translates to fresh. So in the original translation, it says new wine is stored, cannot be is stored in new wineskins. This is why we got to study our Bible. What it really is saying is not fully developed wine cannot be stored or has to be stored in fresh vessels. Let me say it one more time. The new wine that God wants to pour has to be stored in fresh vessels. Or, watch this, the vessel breaks. Mm. Mm. The reason why this is so important, because everybody's crying out for something new. God, I want my business to crack off this year. God, I want my relationship. He said, if I give it to you with that old vessel, mm. if I give you what I have, I got it for you, I'm not short. On what I have for transformation, church. I'm not short on what I have for your marriage. I'm not short on what I have for your life. But if I give you this new juice, with that old wine skin, ah, God's not pouring new unless the vessel is fresh. That's all I came to tell you today. Wow. Next week. I'm going to pour some fresh vision into you that I believe is going to literally not just transform our life, it's going to transform the world. But I let it, I needed to come let you know today that if you approach next Sunday's vision that God has poured into me and it's going to pour into you with old wineskin, I just came to warn you it might break. Y'all don't listen to the word. It might be the thing that makes it pop. Or we can decide today, Lord, give me a fresh perspective. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Have your way. Have, that's not a song. That's me renewing my mind so that I can have a fresh vessel to receive everything God has for me. Write this down. For some of you, I'm like, well, why would God give us something new that would not be able to be held within who I am today? Because the thing you have to realize is just like back in that day, new wine had a property that would expand. So if the vessel did not have the ability to expand with it, it would actually put pressure on it to the point where it would break. God's saying if you're not flexible in this next year to be able to expand with what I'm doing that's not a part of your personality type. That hey. you've never seen anybody doing your okay. family. That's outside of your comfort zone. Man, that's a lot of white people that go there and you was raised with all white people. <laughs> what I'm saying to you is if you don't stretch, oh, man. 
you won't be able to hold what's fresh. God's requirement for fresh is not a limitation. It's for preservation. He doesn't want to waste the wine. What God's about to pour into your life, he doesn't want it to waste. So he's telling you, change the vessel. Wake up earlier. Get in your word. Stop talking to me. Change the vessel. Don't watch that no more. Delete that social media account. I had to delete a very famous rapper who used to be a Christian rapper, kind of, for a season and has made a transition and is posting very lewd pictures on their Instagram. And the first thing I wake up into the morning is his wife half naked. Now I could have been like, ah. I mean, going through praying for him, I'm doing all of that. But to keep this vessel together, delete, block. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Because you're still following. I'm not talking about being popular. I'm talking about being pure. I'm talking about being ready as a vessel to be able to hold what God has for you. You're going to be crying that God didn't do what he said. He said, no, you wasted the wine. I want this thing to be fresh. And I can't put what's new in something that's old. What if this year we got familiar with fresh? Ask the mic, how do you stay fresh? Is it gratitude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you stay fresh? Gratitude. Gratitude is the gateway to a fresh perspective. Everything in your life that you hate, act like it wasn't there. And act like you never had it. You hate that house. But act like God didn't come through for you. So that you couldn't even have a house that you hate right now. You could be living with your in-laws. Yeah. I love you, Mom Dan, but I'm not living with you. <laughs> I, no, no, I'm just... When you begin to begin, become thankful. Mm. When you begin to become thankful for what God has already done, it becomes the gateway into you actually living a life that is fresh. And the truth of the matter, I came to tell everybody that God really wants to do something in us this year. But if our gratitude doesn't come to another level, we will have the wrong perspective on what God is asking us to enjoy. And we will be calling that thing something that we have to endure because we have the wrong perspective. Mm. I can tell how I'm preaching right now and how quiet it is in this room. Mm -hmm. But y'all wish I came in here and told you, this fresh food is new, 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 everything new. <laughs> and I came to tell you that in Christ, it's fresh. Mm. Psalms 104. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. And go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Mm. I found it in the message version. Look at this. Enter with the password. Thank you. Write this down. The passcode to the presence of God is 
Thank you for this miracle. Thank you, Lord. I know it's hard right now, God. And I know that we're not seeing eye to eye, but thank you that you gave me somebody to work on it with. Father, thank you for these kids. They look like me and they act like the devil, but Lord, this <laughs> thank you that you trusted me to raise them, to know you. Father, thank you for this hard situation. Thank you that I found out about the diagnosis and it didn't just take me out suddenly. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, I'm, I don't want it. God, thank you for this job. I know it's not the final thing for me, but Father, there are people right now that don't have anything. Yes. Thank you for what you're thank teaching you, me in this life. The password to God's presence is what? Thank you. Mm. Next week, I'm, I'm going to share some vision. I'm going to pour some wine in. But the only people that will be able to receive it is those who don't want something new, but people who are okay with it. Fresh. Fresh. Stand up all over the street. Can we just lift our hands and ask God for a fresh perspective? God, I thank you that today we don't need nothing new. Today we need a fresh word, fresh vision, fresh relationship, fresh passion. God, today we need fresh wisdom. Come on, hands lifted right there. Father, right now we need something from you. Something that doesn't come from new. We want you to take over and reign over, Father. So today we're calling on Yahweh. For every person that is under the sound of my voice, Father, I pray that this year would be a year of fresh fruit. That everything that they produce in their life would be something, Father, that is not old, not stale, not something from a last season, but it will be something that you will give them every single day. Father, thank you for fresh fruit in relationships, fresh fruit in parenting, fresh fruit in ideas, fresh fruit in knowing what you're trying to do. Father, I pray that we would become, Father God, enamored with what you can do with what's already there. Huh. Let us divorce culture's idea that new is better. God, we commit to being new wineskins, fresh wineskins. Show us the areas, Father God, that we have walked away from what you desire for us. God, I thank you that everything in everybody's life that is a part of their purpose will become fresh. Fresh passion this year. Fresh prayer life. Fresh love. Fresh joy. Fresh peace. Fresh patience. Come on, y'all. Today, God, we are making a decision that we'll use whatever you've placed in our hands. If your hands on top of our hands, we know there's anything. There's nothing that's impossible. Today, if you're in this room, I feel this very strong. God wants to offer you a new life by accepting Jesus Christ so you can have a fresh outlook on everything. And I'm telling you, this is the thing that transformed my life. 
You want to accept Jesus in this place. Any man that be in Christ, he is a new creation. Don't give you a fresh outlook on everything. I need everybody to start praying right now. There are people in here that what, what better thing could you have at the beginning of 2024 is a fresh way of living. Something that changes you from the inside out. If you're here and you want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I'm telling you, this is the vessel that he wants to use, you. He chooses to do something with you that is unlike anything else in this world. And he wants to live, walk, talk, lead, guide. He wants to give you everything that you need to live this life successfully. If that's you, on the count of three, I want you to lift your hand. And this is the decision that took me from being a liar, manipulator, addicted to pornography, all kinds of crazy stuff. And it didn't make me perfect, but it allowed me to become a man that's progressive. If that's you, you want that in this room or watching on, I just want you to lift your hand. This is a holy moment. Because God is renewing somebody right now. One, you're making the greatest decision of your life. Two, I'm proud of you, but more than that, your name is going to be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Three, I see hands already right there. Put your hands up. I see you, my brother. I see you, my brother. I see, oh y'all, come on, church, make sure. I see you, I see you, I see you. But more than I see you, God sees you online. Hey, listen, church, you know we're a family. Nobody prays about it. Everybody lift your hands right now. Father, we thank you for who you are. Ah, oh, and I thank you for a fresh start today. Father, I declare and I believe that even in this place right now, Father, for what you did on the cross, gives us the ability to walk in a fresh light. So I want everybody to repeat after me. Say, God, thank you for sending Jesus just for me. Today, I give you my life. I believe you lived, you died, you rose again just for me. Today, I want a new son. Change me. Renew me. Transform me. I'm yours. In Jesus' name. I will live. With fresh, fruit with fresh fruit in every area of my life. In Jesus' name. Can we shout unto God? Thank you everyone for joining us at Surrender to the Truth. Please remember the truth will set you free. If we fully embrace the truth, we believe it, we live it, mountains will move. Things will change beyond our comprehension. And please remember that you are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. And you are 100% worthy. 100%. Please like this and follow for future broadcasts and share with a friend that you feel needs it. Hope you all have a great day.